Is Elon dead? No. Elon's rich and apparently pays his taxes. Gold. Back from the dead? Not so boring. We'll get into the gold price action. Also some pretty, pretty attractive M&A out there. Newcrest coming in, taking Predium out for $3.2 billion. Silver had itself a heck of a week. $25 was breached and it did so alongside a rising dollar. I am Gerardo Del Real. All by my lonesome this week, Mr. Nick Hodges out on a well-deserved break. So it's me, myself, and I for episode 143 of Bizarro World. However, I will have a guest on later on today, Mr. Chris Curl, a gentleman that took his bit of money and multiplied it 75-fold in the crypto space. I'm excited to have Chris on. I am extremely uh, impressed that he was willing to come on with me ranting and raving all on my own today. Always a tricky endeavor for those of you that have been listening to this podcast for quite some time. But, you know, let's get right into it. Uh, Gold closed at 1865. Heck of a week. We talked last week, Nick and I did, about how positive I thought the Friday trading action was where gold moved higher and it moved higher alongside the dollar. Now, the dollar index at the time broke 94. The dollar here had itself a hell of a week. It just breached the 95 mark. It's at 95.11 as we speak. Silver, of course, which always either overshoots to the upside or overshoots to the downside, had itself a hell of a week. 25.30 as of Friday's closing price. And copper, copper is looking very, very strong. 4.53. I see $5 in the cards there very soon. I've said all quarter long, Q3, that Q4 was going to be the quarter where gold broke out. Not there yet. We're going to have some overhead resistance at the $1,900 level. But if it breaches that, we're going to close the year above 2000. And then I think 2022 is going to bring with it all time highs. Um, So far, so good. Uh, Let's see if the price action continues. Same in the copper space. I think $5 copper is right around the corner. And I think 2022 is going to be a heck of a year following a 2021 that's been really, really profitable for those of us that have been in the space and positioned correctly. Um, Bitcoin. Bitcoin sitting here at 64,000. Touch new all-time highs. The major U.S. indices. I don't have to tell you about those. Those continue to rise. The NASDAQ did snap a five-week win streak, but look, it's all systems go. Um, even the pullbacks now seem mild, half per, half a percent pullback, 1% pullback in the major U.S. indices. So a lot to like in the gold space, a lot to like in the copper space. Um, let's get into some companies. There, there, there were a couple of names that we threw out last week that we thought would have good weeks. Patriot Battery Metals did not produce assays this week. So I believe now the assays are coming. But despite that, it had itself a hell of a week. It ended up like 25%. I believe the company's on to a new lithium discovery. Um, I never like to see assays delayed. However, given the nature of the labs and the delays that everyone in the space is experiencing, it doesn't seem out of place. I think we'll know more next week, but Patriot Battery Metals finally seems to be gaining some traction on good volume as well. So that's one to look at. 
Um, another one that we mentioned was Cucho Copper, and Cucho Copper just announced results of its feasibility study on its high-grade copper zinc project. The numbers were absolutely fantastic. Um, <laughs> the market being what the market is, initially, initially actually sold off on the news. And I reached out to the company. I reached out to Vince, the CEO, Vince Sorachi. And, you know, he said initially he did get some pushback about the CapEx, the initial capital cost of $483 million. Let me be very blunt, everybody. I don't think Vince is in this to build this. I think Vince gets taken out here within the next, I don't know, nine to 12 months. And I think it happens in the $3 range. Um, so lot, lots of upside. Look, Nick had a subscriber's position in the high 20s, I believe. I had subscribers in there you know, for years at the 30 cent level. I had a, a subscriber that reached out and sent a very nice note, said that he listened when I, when I, when I recommended that people buy it at, at, at the lows and he bought it at 19 cents, bought 150,000 shares and reached out to thank me. So I, I, I love to hear those stories. For those that took advantage of the lows in, in, in the uranium space, in the copper space, congratulations. Uh, go do something nice for yourself. We're, we're getting a similar setup in gold. Let's go over the Cucho copper feasibility study numbers. I mentioned the, uh, the, the CapEx of $483 million. Well, context matters, everyone. And using today's spot price of $450 a pound and $157 zinc, the after-tax NPV discounted at 7%, is $931 million or 41% IRR. Again, 41% IRR, $931 million um, NPV at a 7% discount. Production cash costs are low, 111 a pound of copper equivalent, 11-year um, open pit and underground mine life, tons of exploration upside. We're looking at metal production of 533 million pounds of copper, 841 million pounds of zinc, 10.6 million ounces of silver, and 129,700 ounces of gold. Congratulations to Vince. Congratulations to the team at Cucho. And I think, again, I think here in, in, in the next year or so, this company is taken out. There's a couple of very natural suitors that I think would, would love to own this deposit. And I think they'd be happy to pay $3 a share for it. We'll see how that pans out. Um, Nick and I, every week, we talk about inflation. We talk about wealth inequality. We've been banging the drum on that for years on end before it was sticky. Um, it's very clear, folks, that this is not transitory anymore. I mean, South Korean import prices are up 35.8%. Argentina's inflation rate is 52.1%. German wholesale prices are up 15.2%. That's the highest since 1974. So I don't know what else we can highlight to you all to convince Team Transitory that none of this is transitory, but I believe, I believe it's at least becoming evident to most people with a brain that this is probably going to end badly. And so again, as Mr. Hodge would say, if he was here, use the backdrop and the macro situation 
to generate some inflation profits. This is not the time to be sitting in cash. This is the time to put that cash to work. You get ideas from this free podcast every week. Nick has paid publications. I have paid publications. We own a publishing company that's dedicated to giving to giving free advice and 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 also you know on, on on the subscription end providing research and and insights on ideas that we think can be profitable and things that we're doing as well. So, look, there's a, a, a always a risk to everything. One of the biggest risks to wealth right now, or or, or to becoming wealthy or rich in this country. Um, is doing nothing. So again, I'm going to sound like a broken record. This is not the time to be doing nothing. Get in the game. Shameless plug. You want free information? Go to dailyprofitcycle.com. You want more free information that's sponsored, paid, and based? Go to resourcestockdigest.com. You want research and insights um, for, for, for trading purposes? You can go to digestpublishing.com. I write a letter there that trades in and out of positions. I have a longer term service that takes a cyclical view of the markets. And then we have an accredited investor service generating deals on a private basis uh, for accredited investors. And I got to say that (laughs) the first several deals have been fantastic. The results on those thus far um, have been great and, and no shortage of ideas or deal flow. I'm betting stuff every single day and a lot, a lot of very attractive deals available right now that I'm excited to bring to you. Nick, as you know, is sector agnostic while I just dabbled in the resource space. He goes where the puck is on everything, right? And so Again, there's there's you know no excuse not to get educated, not to be informed, not to be in the game. Um, I'll leave that there. I want to be brief this week because I want to allow my guest, Mr. Chris Curl, the opportunity to give me a primer on all things crypto. And so without further ado, Mr. Chris Curl. Chris, great to have you on. How are you doing? Doing great, Gerardo. Thanks for having me on. Uh, have you ever listened to this podcast? I actually have. Yeah, I, have <laughs> I admire your bravery in coming on, especially <laughs> in a on a week where like the adult supervision is gone. Right. As, as, as I was mentioning <laughs> to everyone, Nick is out on a well-deserved break. So thank you so much for coming on. Look, you're someone and I mentioned this earlier, but it's it's worth touching on again that did something that. Not very few, not very many people, very few people ever do in their life. You took a number, you know, pick a number, whatever the number is, right? But you took a an amount of dollars and in a relatively short amount of time multiplied that by, I believe it was what, 75 times? That's correct. Yeah. Um, in the crypto times. space. <laughs> yeah. So. That's right. Uh, again, that's not something that's common. Anyone that knows Nick and I know that we are big fans of eating our own cooking. And by that, we mean we often write checks, you know, for companies that we recommend, companies that we take on as sponsors on the Resource Stock Digest side. Uh, we believe in putting our money where our mouth is. It's, you know, we're not... We're not journalists that 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 just watch from a distance or watch from the sidelines and don't actually have a financial incentive on these ideas working. So when I heard what you were able to do, obviously, obviously, you know, Nick and I with the publishing company thought, 
we, we, we got to talk to Chris and we got to like, get a better understanding of how the heck he's doing this. And so, you know, before we get into how you did it and, and some of your background, I, I, I have to say to everyone how excited we are um, to launch your new service here at the end of the month. And we'll, of course, provide more details as we get closer to that launch date. But let's get right into it. I am no crypto expert, right? I... Mm-hmm. I laugh. I, I I think it's hilarious that there's cum rockets and there's uniswaps and there's there's unicorns and there's poppies and mommies and all sorts of mommies. That's what the crypto space on that side of it looks like to me. Now, when it comes to you know the stable coins, the bitcoins, the ether, I I, I understand those a bit more, but only as a hard asset trader, only from the perspective of someone that knows what it's like when there's a finite amount of something and a lot of capital being printed to chase it. So I say all that to say, tell us a bit about your background and just how you got involved in this space. And then let's share with everybody how the heck you made all that money. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty regular guy. Um, you know, in my late teens and 20s, I definitely worked, you know, my fair share of Joe jobs. You know, I was not somebody, uh, you know, in the financial world, really. Uh, you know, I for the last about 10 or 15 years, uh, you know, done professional videography and video production. Um, so that was kind of a way to keep the lights on for a while. But really, as far as the crypto goes, uh, you know, it really started. You know, I had my eye on kind of Bitcoin's last bull run, which peaked out in about 2018 when Bitcoin hit $20,000. I was kind of very, you know, much keeping my eye on it, but I knew that it was going to crash pretty hard. So I was too scared to really put my money in at that time. And of course it did uh, shortly after I kind of saw the bubble there uh, huh. a little bit too late. Um, but really it, it was this year, it, it was just kind of all of the, aspects of the coronavirus and the lockdowns and the stimulus packages uh all a lot of stimulus (laughs) billions of the government printing billions of dollars at the you know by 2021 you know handing out all this unemployment stimulus checks forcing businesses to close and people to stay home and not work so you just had all this money chasing fewer goods and services because everything was shut down. I mean, it just, it was very obvious to me at the end of 2020 that inflation was just, I didn't see how inflation wasn't going to be a huge problem. Uh, and I, I didn't know how the U S dollar was going to be able to maintain the value that it had. So that happened at the same time. I, I saw, boy, Bitcoin is taking off. Bitcoin's at $40,000. Ethereum's at $1,200. Like, I had all this money sitting in my checking and savings account. Uh-huh. So I'm an absolute fool right. for not having some money in the crypto market. Because all I'm doing is losing <laughs> you know, the money that I have. Whatever money I have, I'm losing the value by the month. I just got uh, done so, imploring yeah. everyone about this is not the time to do nothing. Neither was that, right? That was not the time to do nothing and just no. sit on cash. I had been a fool for doing nothing for the, you know, the last, you know, year. It was it was a big misstep. So I wasn't going to make that mistake again, not going into the future. Um, so, yeah, I, was, I started looking at the crypto markets. I started looking at altcoins and small cap coins and things that I thought were undervalued. Because obviously Bitcoin and Ethereum, where they still had a lot of room to go up, they weren't going to have 10x, 20x, 50x uh, anytime in the near future. Right. Um, 
so yeah, I really started looking into some of these smaller cap altcoins to to really you know try to make some money. But of course, I do have Bitcoin and Ethereum as well. Those are are very good investments, and they're going to keep going up for the immediate future. So when when you say looking, right? I know when I look at a resource stock, I know immediately the first thing that I do is I vet the share structure. I want to know how many pre IPO shares were issued at what price. Are they escrowed? How many IPO shares were issued? Who did they go to? At what price were they issued? And 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 so sure. you know, I have my checklist on how to vet a resource company that you can apply to other sectors, of course. I've just done very well in the resource space, so I'm comfortable there. What do you look for when 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 I talk about cum rockets and uniswaps and poppies <laughs> and mommies and the armies and all that? Um, how do you look at a coin? Let, 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 let's take a real world example. The, 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 the ones that made you 75 times your money. What is it that you're looking at when you're evaluating the opportunity? Well, I mean, a lot of traditional technical analysis kind of goes out the window when you're talking about cryptocurrency. Right, <laughs> right. Absolutely. It's just a very, it's a very disruptive, uh, you know, new form of, uh, of finance and valuation. I mean, Bitcoin started in the height of the uh, the last Great Recession in 2008, when everyone could kind of see how ossified and corrupt the traditional financial system was, you know, so obviously, boom, decentralized digital currency created something to break free from that. So a lot of the traditional uh, methods, uh, you know, of evaluating assets don't necessarily apply. Right. But I do I do think that if you're in a in an overall bull market, which Bitcoin was definitely in uh, the beginning of the year and, and still is in today, you can you can look at you know a coin and you know see what its current price is relative to what other uh, major coins have done. And you can also look at it uh, you know the potential use cases it has as well as it's you know Honestly, you have to almost look at it's like what I call a mean potential mm. <laughs> as far as like how how can this how can this take on, you know, the public imagination through social media and, and through memes, uh, because frankly, that that's where you've seen the largest gains this year is in things like like the know, cum rockets. I just like saying cum rockets, ago, Chris, don't mind me. <laughs> Star and Elon balls were two of the top performing uh, small cap meme coins. Oh God, I love this it, so it much. Is, <laughs> it is very disruptive. It is is kind of a deconstruction of the traditional financial system. But but I do think if you can get a, a coin early enough, uh, I mean, there's just I don't think there's ever been a period in time where that those kind of games were really possible. Uh, in that short period of time. So it's a very exciting time. It's definitely, there's definitely a lot of speculation. Uh, It's definitely volatile. It it is not low risk investing. But, uh, you know, if you're willing to play with some extra money you've got, uh, there's an incredible amount of money to be made. 
You know, it's funny that you say that, you know, you don't feel there's ever been a time in, in history where, you know, you could have these types of gains in the crypto space. And it's I, I say it's funny because I feel exactly the same way about the resource space, right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's you have all of the tailwinds, you have all of the macro setups. And then if you can just educate yourself a bit about the opportunities and mitigate the risk as much as possible. Yes, investing is risky, speculating is risky. And if you're going to speculate on Elon's balls, then of course, it you know, there, there's going to be some <laughs> some risk involved. But um, I, I agree with you 100% on, on that sentiment. So again, back, back, back to my comment that, you know, Nick and I, you know, we like to have skin in the game. We, 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 we put our money where our, our mouths are and, and we like to vote with our dollars. You know, I will, I will say this to everyone that's out there. Um, you will be able to see, um, Chris's returns because we're going to pony up $50,000 and we're going to let Chris manage it. And so I love the stock market. I love the resource space. I love, you know, owning multiple companies because it's a way to be accountable in 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 a very measured way. There is no getting around underperforming or not performing. And there's also nothing like outperforming and, you know, delivering to subscribers and, and ourselves, you know, 10 baggers, 15 baggers, 20 baggers, in your case, 75 baggers, right? That's, ex- <laughs> that's, that's exciting to me. So we will be ponying up $50,000 here at the end of the month, everyone. Everyone that subscribes to Chris's service will be able to see what that performance looks like. And I'm sure it's going to be a recurring theme here on bizarro world i'm excited to see what you do with that chris um what should people be aware of that are going to listen to this and maybe are younger and just hardwired because it seems like the younger generation really understands the crypto space in a way that the older generation just can't right just wired completely Mm. different different generations what would you say to someone, you know, young or old, but just somebody that's intrigued by the space and the potential to make 20, 40, 50, 75 times your money? Any advice there? Well, I mean, the only advice, uh, you know, I'd really give is that as long as crypto is in a bull market, uh, there's a lot of money to be made. Um, you know, even though there's volatility, uh, you know, if, if you if you put your money in in, in the crypto market, uh, you know, during a bull market, it, you're just going to have very good gains. And I, I see our current bull market lasting for at, at the very least another three months. And I'm anticipating that we hit kind of the mania phase of the market sometime leading into the end of the year or beginning of 2022, where you, you really start just having parabolic gains, because uh, that's kind of been a hallmark of every Bitcoin and crypto bull market uh, that we've had in the past. When you say parabolic gains, well, a couple of things there. When you say you know the bull market has another three months, do do you do you mean like for the mania phase of it, or for the overall bull market? Do you believe that after three months, you know it it, it it's kind of done and it's a wrap for cryptos? Well, I think there's a very real risk that uh, for the short term, after maybe that last blow off top for Bitcoin and the parabolic rise that we do see a prolonged bear market in crypto uh that being said the the interesting thing about how the crypto market works is that you do have altcoins following bitcoin after bitcoin tops out 
altcoins follow and those can, you know, have a different trajectory and, and last longer and different coins can, uh, can, you know, have, uh, you know, different uh, trajectories. But, you know, that's where most of the money is made in, is in the altcoins. Okay. And that'll kind of play out a little bit longer than, than Bitcoin. So, so that's the opportunity. So what you're saying, your service is going to provide both. It's going to provide the, the, the exposure to the mania phase that you see coming in some of the more established names, right? But then you'll also give guidance on selling. And, and obviously, I'm hoping so because we're putting 50000 of our own money up <laughs> yeah. for you to do it, right? We're going to be selling. <laughs> so so, so, so sure. guidance on when to sell and then guidance on when to rotate you know, hopefully profits into altcoins that have a longer term trajectory. Is that accurate? That's, that's very accurate. Yeah. Interesting. Um, okay. I, I think it's just a no brainer to put money into the crypto market right now. If you're in a bull market, you know, I can't, I mean, I've had so many coins that back in March and April, you know, gave me 10 X 20 X. I mean, that's very common for an altcoin to do in a Bitcoin bull market. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of a no-brainer for me. <laughs> so I'm excited to get other people involved. Um, uh, we're excited to have you on board. We're excited to launch um, the service. I I full disclosure up until this point, I've never bought any kind of coin other than a gold coin, right? I, I've I've never so no. I'm I'm excited to actually have some skin on the game, skin in the game, and actually get some of some of you know my my personal capital um, on the table as well, and kind of follow along, right? I think you know being junior resource stocks being my level, of, my 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 area of expertise, and where my level of comprehension, you know, I feel I'm wired for that. The risk reward profile always excites me in the resource space, right? And I think, yeah. I think if if it plays out the way that you think it's going to play out, Chris, it's going to be a fun and profitable couple of years. Um, you know, I, I I'd for say sure. for yeah, I'd say I'd say for people that are out there listening that are wondering why you know copper's near all time highs and you know everything is surging and the stock market keeps surging and cryptos keep surging. You have to remember the last time we had inflation like this. You could just take your money and go park it in bonds and get 16%. Right? Now, yep. you don't have that choice. You keep like you mentioned, are you gonna keep your cash in the bank and get what? I don't even know what banks pay because I hate money sitting. Um, you know, I I, I joke with Nick all the time that I, I am not a fan of large pools of capital just sitting there, not allocated, no. right? And you you, yeah. you, got, you gotta put it to work, but no, no, I think um yeah, I, I I think we're in for a fun couple of years. Anything to add to that, Chris? This is, this has been great. Any any other tips that you would give? Any other maybe a freebie between now and the end of the month when uh, something that people can do due diligence on? Oh well, I mean, there's a lot to to talk about. Uh, just piggybacking on what you said, I mean, I I do think I mean it's very obvious that the government is they're losing control of the narrative surrounding inflation. Mm -hmm. Like it's. It's the cat's out of the bag. Everyone knows what's going on. And it, it does appear at least, you know, for the short term that Bitcoin is the preferred inflation hedge. Um, and it's probably going to continue that way for at least a little while. Um, so, yeah, people are going to be looking for alternative assets. That's not going away. But, uh, yeah, as far as, uh, you know, any picks. Give me, I mean, I, give me one that, that you like right now. Oh my gosh. I mean, I like, I have so many picks that I like. <laughs> well, one that I, I recommended to, to Nick was uh, Solana. 
and that is a um, essentially a blockchain uh, that is competing with Ethereum, but basically can do everything Ethereum can much quicker and, much, and with much lower fees. And that includes NFTs, which are huge right now. A lot of people are reticent to use Ethereum because the fees are so high. Uh, whereas with you know a blockchain like Solana, you can uh, you know effectively do the same things Ethereum does, but much much cheaper and faster. Huh. All right. So Solana and that that's all you guys are going to get out there. We'll we'll provide the link to Chris's service here at the end of the month and, and y'all can sign up and, and and, you know, hopefully make a bunch of money alongside of uh, of, of Chris and, and myself and Nick and 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 the company. We're excited for the product. We're excited to work with you, Chris. Um, I'm personally excited because this is the first time I dabble in a, in, in, in the crypto space and in a space where I really feel like an amateur. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what my amateur self can do with, uh, under your guidance here. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a nascent asset class. There isn't really an established orthodoxy. It's, it's all new and, and we're early. I'm amazed how many people I speak to people who are professional uh, investment advisors, people who work in finance, who hardly know anything about it. Uh, so that shows us how early we are in the space. Let, let me ask you this before I let you go. How, how, how do you feel about NFTs? Are you, are, are you playing that at all? Well, <laughs> I, I have trouble. Sometimes when I look at NFTs, I definitely am reminded of the dot-com bubble and Beanie Babies a little mm. bit with some of these JPEGs selling for millions of dollars. <laughs> But uh, I, I think that there are some NFT sets that, that will maintain value. I do see there's a lot of utility for non-fungible tokens. Uh, but I do think there's a lot of uh, overvaluation when it comes to the sets that are coming out that, you know, or pictures of different vampires or pixel art or rocks or whatever you want to call them. I, I would have a lot of trouble recommending uh, any anyone buy into those at such insanely high valuations? I would have a lot of trouble watching you put fifty thousand dollars on a picture of a pixelated rock. <laughs> oh, man. These things are going for millions. Oh yeah, we saw, we talked about. It. I think it sold for three point four million or something like that a few yeah, months yeah. ago. I again, I would still have a lot of trouble seeing fifty thousand dollars <laughs> allocated to a picture of a pixelated rock. I know or like. I couldn't recommend that they put money, that kind of money into a JPEG. Uh, I, lo I love it. I love it. Chris, it's been an absolute blast having you on, everybody. I am Gerardo Del Real. You've met Christopher Curl. This was episode 143 of Bizarro World. Adult Supervision will be back next week. Have a great week, everybody.